0: Hey, welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and number one branding coach for therapists. And so I want to welcome you to the part two series of motherhood at the end of your 30s. And this episode is called Couch Business. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to part one, I would highly encourage you to go back and listen to podcast episode number 78 because it'll all make sense. And I really need you to feel my emotion when I talk about particular things, especially along the lines of manifestations um, regarding what happened to me during this time, not just in my personal life, but also in my business. So in summary, um, in episode number 78, what we focused on was preparation and unexpected news before motherhood. So, welcome to part two. So, just to give you some type of context, um, I want to talk to you about what was happening in my life right after the second surgery. And so, during that time, um, like I mentioned, I believe the second surgery was around February. And so, around the end of February, one of my good friends up North, she's also a psychologist and we do business together. She had called me and said, Hey, you know, remember I'm coming down to LA. I'm going to go to this women's conference. She had told me about it a while back. And I just, for some reason, you know, you always say you're going to get a ticket for something and you just never get it. Then it goes on sale and you still don't get it. And then when it goes off sale, you're like, Oh, should I still go? So I end up purchasing a ticket at buy one, get one half off. And so I had asked my husband, did he want to go? with me um, because he wanted to start learning more about my business because he had started taking over at least for the group private practice at that time, doing the medical billing and the administrative work behind the scenes to help me out. And so, um, When my friend got down here, she had told me literally like the day before or something that the person who was supposed to come with her, because she had bought the tickets where it was like buy one, get one free a while ago, is she said that person like flaked out on her. And I'm like, dang, what is it with you and these people flaking out? Because this isn't the first event that she invited me to or invited somebody else to that somebody else flaked out and it was always in LA because she's in Oakland. And so I said, okay, like, but all three of us are going, we're going to have a good time. It's at the W in Hollywood. Like, let's just go and have fun. And we were just honestly very excited too to see the two women that were speaking because we had never seen them speak before because they were also black. You know, we, we never see people that are on, or we had never been exposed to someone who was talking about what they spoke about and their approach that also looked like us. Okay. So we were super excited and we said, we cannot miss this. We need to check it out. You know? So when we were at the house, we were actually getting ready and my husband's cousin actually lived with us at the time. And so he was kind of just sitting there, but he was dressed and we were like, Hey, we're going to Hollywood. Do you want to go? You know, my friend was like, you can get my other ticket It's free. And so he got dressed and we all went. And so I'm getting like, jittery right now. It was so fun. So when we walked there, we didn't have any expectations other than we're just going to have a good time because they just look like people that look like they're going to have fun. So this was literally two weeks post my surgery. And so even though the recovery was a lot better than number one, I still had to take a light. I was not supposed to be standing for a long period of time, jumping around and things like that. So when we got there, um, you know, we checked in um, at the W Hotel, like at the event. And when we walked in, you know, of course, we took note of like what it looked like, the decor, because, of course, at that time, my coaching business was literally behind the scenes. I was kind of coaching people Word of mouth, I was not doing it in the public eye. All I was doing literally was running my group practice. That is it. Along with like some streams of income, including like the health and wellness business and some other areas. So, uh, and I had already written my first book. Okay. So... What ended up happening is, what was that, March? So when we went to the um, conference, we ended up sitting in the front row. So when we sat in the front row, um, she usually has everybody who's never been to one of her city tours, which she's actually my coach now, four and a half years later or something. So um, she actually had asked us to stand up if that was our first time coming. And so when you stand up, you have to introduce yourself. And then she also asked us at another point in the beginning to Tell her out loud if she points to you or if you want to stand up and speak, what are you battling with right now that you need help with making a decision in your business? And I stood up and I specifically said... I don't know if I should continue to keep my group practice open for a certain length of time because I'm starting to get the vibe that I've often put everybody else first except me and I feel like my personal business has suffered because I'm often taking care and teaching other people which is not a bad trait but it is if you leave yourself behind and I believe that a lot of us do that even when we look at the work that we do in the mental health field. So um, she looked at me and she spoke a prophetic word and then I looked at my friend like, Oh my God, is she spiritual? We in heaven, right? So she had basically said, um, you know, you will close down your group practice and you will move your business completely online. And I just want to stop right now and, and let you feel that because I'm recording this podcast episode in August. I know it won't air until later on, but I just want you to understand if you look back at the calendar, what is happening in the era that we're living in right now? everything is online and the fact that she spoke this over my business back then was hella deep because I didn't even get it back then right like I was like okay I'm gonna move everything online like maybe half of it online and she was like no everything and I'm like all right I just said okay like yes ma'am and I just kind of sat down so that conference was phenomenal um and that's when I started getting into um scripting because I had purchased her journal it's called the success journal Dr. Stacia Pierce so I had um purchased her journal I read the instructions and I also had signed up for one of her classes I mean the energy was wild in that room but nevertheless I signed up for one of her coaching programs and then because we signed up and we were the first ones to sign up we got a lot of different perks along with being able to go to our Orlando that summer for free, and we were like, "Oh, we good?" Because me and my best friend had had um, a timeshare separately, so we had a place to stay. Buying a plane ticket was nothing hell. We were traveling like we ain't got no job or nothing or no business, and we were just enjoying life at that point. So after the success conference, two weeks post surgery, I started, like I mentioned, I started scripting. Okay, and um. I started getting fired up about the things that I started scripting about in terms of what I was working on in my personal life and my business and just dreaming again and tapping into what I wanted. And so some of the things that I had wrote out, but that actually started to manifest itself is as I mentioned um, in episode number one, I really honed down or a, a series part number one, I really started to hone in on like my health. I'm already a health coach. And so because I'm already coaching other people, I just beefed up even how many times I was helping co-facilitate classes. Classes because anytime you have to exercise in front of other people and host a class and create the workouts, it actually makes you work out harder. And for me, it actually helped me bounce back into shape a lot quicker. And so at that time, I was splitting up my time between co hosting and facilitating classes, exercising and doing training myself with the trainers there, also teaching at like two different colleges, and then doing my group practice. And so I was busy, but I still made room to live. So, um, my body was popping. I also had, like I mentioned, I had just launched my first book in 2016. So I did my first branding photo shoot in May a little bit. Um, I don't know if it was before or after the wedding. Um, but I launched the book in May. Literally I had a launch party the week after my wedding because we postponed our wedding until June because of our work schedules, because it's better for me at the time, seeing a lot of teenagers just go during the summertime when Everybody want to break anyway. Um, and my waist was popping, it was snatched. Okay. So during that season, um, after we got married, we traveled and or I traveled a lot more, but we traveled a few times. And so in May, I'm sorry, in June, we actually did the honeymoon and we we flew into New York and we stayed in New York for a few days, and then we I surprised my husband literally like um what is it like the pre-wedding gift? One of the pre-wedding gifts, I'm really good with video, I like doing photos and things like that. So I together like a photo video thing for him. The wedding party showed it to him while he was opening up his gifts. And basically it was a surprise saying, we're going to leave New York, hop on a plane literally for like 48 hours and go to Miami. And my cousin was actually in law school in Miami at the university of Miami. And so it worked out well. And when we were in New York, it just so happened to be draft weekend. I had never been, my husband had never been, both of us have played basketball like during childhood and stuff. We were into it. And so he had just mentioned one day casually like, oh man, you will never guess what's going to be out there that weekend. And I'm like, what in New York? You know, cause I had been before he had never been. And I said, he said, oh, um, Draft uh, NBA draft and I'm like, oh, that's so dope! Like, I wish that we can go. He was like, yeah, I already checked to buy the tickets, but they're sold out. And I said, never say sold out to me. It's always a way. You better believe on your bottom dollar, I found them tickets and I found them half off, and we were in the second section and it was bomb. It was fun. It was at the Barclays Center and we just had a good time. So we were in New York and um, Miami within like a week's time, right? So that was one traveling arrangement in. June. And then in July, um, what we did while me and my husband were out there, no, I think we had, we did go before, but that was our second time going. So when we had went out there that time, cause that was his second time, my third time going, um, one of many at that point, cause I got addicted to flying to New York is that, my family was already planning a trip to d c and then we were going to surprise the kids because we took our eldest son and my my other best friend from childhood. We took her daughter just so that our eldest son could have somebody to play with because it's all adults and teenagers. so it was a family of ten. It was me, my mom, um, me, my husband, um our son, the best friend's kid, and then it was my mom, my grandmother and my uncle, um, his wife, and two children. So it was a family of 10. And we usually do a yearly trip like that every year up until I think the last kid graduated from high school. And at that point, nobody wanna go nowhere. And everybody's schedules all over the place. So it's hard for us to all get together at this point. But what we did is we surprised the children with being able to get on a train. And I had never been on Amtrak. I just preferred to do like, planes and so we decided to get on a train and then head over to New York literally for 24 hours do not ask me why me and my family do these oh let's just go somewhere else for 24 hours is nothing you know but this is where I get my energy for travel from just so you know I don't do it by myself my grandmother was even down right she out all of us and so we did that and, you know, everything was good. And so when I came back, literally within a week, I feel like it was the same freaking week. I turned right back around. I don't even think I low-key unpacked all the way. I turned right back around and then I went to, yeah, it was a week and a half later. I turned around and went to St. Louis for my health business. They had, um, it's Herbalife, they had an extravaganza in St. Louis that year. And so I had actually found out that, I was pregnant before... St. Louis and let me tell you how this went down okay because this is leading into how I started doing my business on my couch so mind you that was in all this is happening in July so when I came back from DC I went to the gym I was you know co-hosting classes or whatever and when I came back I noticed that it felt like I had a stomach bug I had never had the stomach flu but it felt like I had it I could not keep food in either way sorry TMI but hey that's what it was and I was like dude I got the flu or something I gotta make a doctor's appointment so I'm out there and like the like the meet and greet area and i'm about to go and i'm like man i need to call kaiser and get you know an appointment and one of the guys who i co-facilitate the class with he was like hey hey you think you pregnant like it was it came out of nowhere and mind you remember episode one i talked about throwing away all that stuff so i was like oh you know what maybe Oh, that's a good question and we all started laughing and they were like what the hell and I said because it feels like food poisoning and the reason why I didn't even think about pregnancy was because I had traveled so much because I felt like I did other trips beyond the two that I just shared but I felt like I had traveled so much and when you travel you eat fast food you stay in hotels it's just it makes your feel, body feel like nasty for me because I was eating like super super healthy when I was at home and then you eating greasy food and stuff when you out and so I said you know what I should probably go buy a pregnancy test. And he was like, well, let me know how that go. And I'm like, all right. So I didn't even tell my husband, I literally ran to CVS or something, bought a pregnancy test that has the two in there, the digital one, you know, and then In the past, when I've done a test, I swear to you, it takes like 15 minutes for that thing to say negative. Man, this thing popped up positive in like 0.2 seconds. When the first one happened, I said, oh, shit. Like, oh my God, I didn't even know how to react. And so my husband was upstairs. I didn't even go upstairs to use the bathroom. I literally did it downstairs. Why was I being secretive? Hell, I don't know. So I yelled up the stairs, but I didn't even yell. And I could be loud. So I was like, Ivory. I really and he heard me, and he I don't know if he was on his way to work or on his way to get the son, but um, he was like, What's up? and I said, So this just happened, and I showed him, he was like, You got a pregnancy test? You think you're pregnant? and, and when I looked back, actually, when we were talking about it, I had had a irregular cycle the month before and I thought something was odd, but then also I recognized that when I'm working out a lot, it can be like that, you know? And so it, I didn't, I thought about it, but then I'm like, no, I don't want to self-sabotage it. So I don't want to think about it anymore. So I just let it go. And so he was looking at me, I guess, waiting for jumps of joy and I gave him nothing and he looked bothered. And then he left the house and I was like, I said, wait, are you like mad or something? And he was like, I'm not mad. I'm just a little confused because all this stuff you done been through to like low-key get pregnant and you ain't doing cartwheels in this motherfucker like you know like in this house and I'm like I don't know what it is and I couldn't put my finger on it and then when he left and I sat still that's when I caught him in the car and I was like you know I think it's because I'm still i it brought up the fear again about I want to make sure that this goes through because I've gotten my hopes up before even when I wasn't pregnant and hell I had to get surgeries you know what I'm saying so he said I understand that but it's just that wasn't the expectation of the response that I thought that you would have and I'm like I understand that I'm really trying to feel the response but it's not coming so right after that that's when I went to St. Louis and I couldn't tell anybody but the two coaches who trained me because they would host the classes for the actual wellness coaches for us to do our own training after we've done our classes and so I can only train them because I was literally like their guinea pig where I had been working out with them for so long I have been I'm part of the team for like eight years now and I'm not as active nearly at all like how I was back then I was like all in and so um I would be their guinea pig for workouts but nevertheless I had to tell them that I can't be doing all that like crazy put me on YouTube type stuff so went to St. Louis then I turned around like two weeks later, it went to Orlando for that conference that I got for free because I joined that coaching program, but I was a hot ass mess. I couldn't get on no rides and I couldn't tell anybody why I couldn't get on any rides, but luckily my background of having stomach problems helped me out because they literally had no clue why I wasn't getting on rides and it was killing my husband not to tell his mom, but he even said if he tells his mom, his whole family go in like point. Five seconds right and so I actually chose to hold on to it until um, my birthday that year because to me it was a very big deal people didn't even know that I had surgery you know and so I wanted to make it a birthday surprise because I, I didn't feel I felt like it was not only a celebration for me but heck a celebration for everybody who was like when's she gonna freaking have a damn baby you know because all my friends Had like three to five kids already. I'm like just starting and hell, they kids is in college and stuff. And so um, after I got pregnant um, in November, I was teaching at Southwest College. I had my private practice still, but just focusing, I started to, yeah, focus on me, but I still had the group, but I started to build up just my individual practice because I was taking consideration what I had learned in this coaching program so far because I joined her other coaching program. So I was five months pregnant. I went for a checkup and they found some things they did not like. My OBGYN happened to be the surgeon who did my surgeries. And so she actually, um, Didn't say I was on bed rest, but when you tell me that I can't drive, I can't go to work. I tell you I'm sitting down for work. She say I don't care. I tell her that my husband can take me to the school and then I can sit down at the desk. She say I don't care. You're not going. I'm like, well, damn, my whole life is over, you know, for this season. And so during that time, though, this is the learning point. I could have looked at that moment, which I did initially. I could could have looked at that moment as this is the end of my career. I don't know what to do. Nobody prepped me for this, and. Just FYI, sidebar, because I am a business coach for therapists, um, I really talk about investments. And do you know that I had just signed up for the 24K coaching program, her highest level program, $24,000, paid in full. Your girl just signed up and hell, I was on bed rest. I'm like, damn it, I can't even go to any of the masterminds that we have in person because she has masterminds in different states and I cannot go okay because of the timing of things and so I participated on everything online our coaching calls online but I couldn't go to the in-person things and they weren't recorded if you miss it you miss it but luckily my friend who joined it with me she just came to my house um, or called me after and gave me the 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 stuff and then she got like the papers for me or something so during that time let me tell you what happened I was on the couch in the same spot and I end up um, pushing out (laughs) my second book get it like pushing out a baby I pushed out my second book it's a digital book it's actually a book that I use with my therapy clients called What's in Your Baggage. I also doubled my caseload, believe it or not. I started to implement everything I learned in that coaching program because hell, I had nothing but time. And then I end up creating a wait list, which I didn't expect people to wait until I had a baby, but they said, I'll wait because I like you. I said, all right. And then I end up getting certified as a parenting coach through a company that has a um, not a contract, but a very good relationship with the um, Department of Children and Family Services and Los Angeles uh, Superior Courts for referrals for parents to get their parenting services if they're mandated through the courts. And so I did all of that from my couch um, from November all the way up until I had my son. So I was scheduled to um, give birth. They did not want me going over 40 weeks and he did not drop as he should have. And so I took it like a G y'all, you know, I actually was not anxious, believe it or not. And I went and got induced. They gave me like them little tablets to take it slow at first. And they gave me the stuff with the saline bag and it wasn't doing much of nothing for me. They said it was supposed to take away the pain. I'm like, all it does is make me drowsy for five minutes and then I feel contractions again. So I took them contractions like a G of course, because I was home, I was watching hella YouTube videos, practicing my breathing, did my own Lamaze, did meditation, guided imagery, and that stuff came in handy because I literally had to envision myself sitting on the beach in Hawaii, like looking at the water, right? And it helped because that's the only way that I was going to take that pain away. And so I didn't end up getting the epidural until the end of the second day because I still wasn't dilating. I dilated like seven centimeters total and during that time my son's heart rate had actually dropped four times upon the fourth time the nurses start talking everybody rushing in there because of the damn signal thing that goes off you know and so at the fourth time I just said you know what and I think I'd had an epidural at that point I said take him out get my son out do whatever you got to do to save his life at that point you know when you become a parent you like whatever happened to me happened to me but get him out you know so we did um The emergency C-section, that was probably my second time in my life I ever seen my mother cry because in the room, it was me, my husband, my best friend um, from childhood that lives out here in LA and my mom, um, because you're allowed to have like three people in the room. But then when you have a C-section, you know, it can only be, actually it wasn't supposed to be anybody and they let my spouse back in there. And what's cool is like, again, just how divine timing works. I end up having the same two sets of nursing staff and the anesthesiologist over me, including when I went into the surgery to get a C-section. So I got the emergency C-section, the recovery was rough, but you know, I bounced back actually pretty damn quick. And my son was born on March 13th, 2018. So that is the story of what led up to pregnancy, giving birth to my son, joining a coaching program, but not being able to fully participate, but not looking at it in a negative perspective. And I really wanted to share that piece because a lot of coaching clients that have coached with me in the past or want to, they've specifically inquired, of course, about my flagship program, the Dope Therapist Academy. And you can find out about that in the show notes and also take a free training so that you can learn more about how to assess where your business is for private practice or where you need it to be. And so, so the reason I wanted to share that piece in terms of me not being able to participate is some clients that I've had have never shown up to a live call, but somehow they've still had wins because we still follow up with them and they still participate and like their accountability groups and our online um, accountability group and things like that. So I never like when clinicians say, if I can't do everything live, I don't want to do the program. Now, granted, let me just take that back. You have a right to feel however you want to feel. You know your learning style, but I know my learning style and I know that if I paid any form of an investment, I don't give a damn if it's $5 or $25,000, I am going to do everything in my power to log my butt online, do the course, ask questions, show up when I can and go all in. Why? Not simply because I made the investment, but more so because I want to see how much money I can make back on the investment. So do you want to know what happened to my business post baby. The details will come in part Three, so you got to wait and see again. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, if you know any men or women that this story would re- resonate with as it relates to either pregnancy, childbirth, infertility, and or just struggling through a life um, transition or adjustment and you having to pivot and think positive, then please share this podcast with other people. Um, of course, subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to go the extra mile, snapshot a picture of this episode post it on Instagram, tag me and let me, let me know your biggest takeaway. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And until next time, I will see you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle.